Praise the Lord for this uh, new opportunity that He's given us. Uh, I'm very glad to continue on the subject that I have been sharing within the past few weeks about the will of God in our lives. And I'm going to continue on that today. The events that took place in our church enabled me to think about and concentrate and study about the will of God in our lives. We have studied and we have understood in a general way what is the will of God. God's will has twofold. It is his unchanging will and his will that is subject to change. And we have understood what our attitude and approach should be to the will of God. And how should we treat the will of God in our lives? Uh, today and on future opportunities, I'm going to share with you and teach you how to analyze and understand the will of God. Uh, I will try and speak in such a way that is easily understood. And also enjoyable. <laughs> Romans 12 verses 1 and 2 This is a very important portion of the Bible. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Uh, before we understand uh, how we can approach the will of God, he is analyzing three qualities of it. Uh, at the end of the second verse says the will of God is pleasing, it is nice and it is workable. The will of God is kind, it is positive. Uh, maybe sometimes it does not appear to be a positive thing for us. And this is the difficulty and the struggle we have sometimes with the will of God. 
որ այն մտկերը որ ես ձեր համար ունեմ բարի է ոչ թե չար He emphasizes God emphasizes in Jeremiah that the thoughts that I have for you are positive ones not evil ones Satanan shat ashkhatum vor mezi astutso bari kamki masin kaskatsi mech ktsi Satan tries very hard to put doubts in our minds that the will of God is always positive for us Bait menk petke mish imanank vor nuris kete vat paner er mer kanki mech patahi yete հավատարիմ մնանք եւ աստծո ճանապարհների շեղվենք աստված կարող է դեպի բարին կորտակիցանի But we have to have the assurance and the trust that even if bad and difficult things happen to us in our lives if we persevere and we remain faithful he will turn them to positive for us Մեկ օքի ասում էր որ սատանան ինձի հրավ որ ընկնեմ բայց ընկամ Հիսուսի գիրքը Someone said that Satan pushed me to fall face down but I fell in the arms of Jesus. Իսկե նույնիսկ եթե Սատանան շարիքն էլ անի, աստծո կամ քի մեջ դեպի բարին կկատարվի։ And if Satan tries to do something evil in the will of God that can be transformed to something positive for us. Ես լսել եմ մատ հավատացյալ իր մատ ականջը չեր լսում։ I think խուլ էր։ There was a believer who was deaf in one ear. Եվ ու մատ անհավատի վկայություն է տալի And he was uh, giving his testimony to a non-believer Անհավատ բարկանում է ինչ սրան ապտակում է The unbelieving person gets very angry and slaps him on that side Եվ ես մարդու ականջը բացվում է Immediately his hearing comes back Այդ շոկը որ գալիս ականջին տարիներ կողբեր բայց այդ շոկի հետ ամանքով բացվում է սրա ականջը He had been there for many years but the impact of the blow opens up his hearing Մենք գուցես շատ շուտ չհասկանանք բարի մաս աստու կամ կինը Maybe sometimes it is not so easy and quick for us to comprehend the positiveness of the will of God in our lives Բայց վստա իմացեք որ աստված չար աստված չի But please be sure that God is not an evil God Սատանային ամեն օր ասես թշնամի դու շատ չար ես եւ ամեն օր էլ չարանում ես We can say to Satan that you are evil and you get worse daily Բայց դերոջ ասեք ով դեր դու բարի ես եւ ամեն օր ավելի բարիանում ես But you can say that to the Lord you are wonderful and you get better and better every day Երկրորդ բանը որ աստու կամքի մասին այստեղ ասում ասում աստու կամքը հաճելի է The second thing that it mentions here about the will of God is that will of God is pleasurable. Te astuton hacheli ev te mez hacheli. It is pleasurable to him and it is pleasurable to us. Gutse arach lav chereva. Maybe at the beginning it may not look like that. Vorosh zamanakner et sev tva. Or sometimes it may appear to us like that. Bayts vstaeng vor ira hetevank ev artyunk hacheli. But be sure the outcome of it will be positive and pleasant. Yes, shat kerem es ugutiam kartatsel shat mets martkan tsem tesel yev hntetsev im kankits mech et shat panere patahel vor haskatsel em vor verchaves astut kankamki artyunk hacheli e. I have studied many books, I have sat at the feet of very wise men and I have seen experience had experiences in my life and i have come to the conclusion that truly the end result is always positive and pleasurable dishvarutyunerun u dishbaxutyuner chpatayer martkans kyanki mech yerpek menk okevorapes chin kachet 
If we did not have challenges and difficulties in our life, we would never grow spiritually. Therefore, God does know how to work everything to a positive effect in our lives. Jesus Christ said that the will of God is more pleasurable for me than any tasty food that anyone can offer me. It is my food to do the will of my Father. And the third thing that mentions here is that the will of God is complete. Uh, he wants to put in action his perfect will in our lives. Maybe some of his um, things in our life are ambiguous to start And with our finite minds we can comprehend some of the things and the others we can't. If we stand on his promises and be obedient, I will reveal my perfect will to you. God does not want us to be in turmoil and in uh, suspense. He doesn't want us to be wandering all the time. So that we always don't know what to do next. They asked somebody, are you sure you are immigrating to this country? Is this in the will of God? He said, for me, that country is like a vast sea. I will enter it. Either I will drown or I will be able to swim and come out the other side. And really, even today, many people don't know the will of God. <laughs> our ancestors, our fathers, when they wanted to bless us, they said, uh, I want to bless you that so that you will never be lost for what to do next. <laughs> of course, all of us have got situations when we don't know what to do about it. But we have to trust and believe that God has promised to show us his perfect will. So that we're not going around lost and bewildered all the time, not knowing what to do next. So it's mentioned these three qualities here. And then it carries on to say, now what should we do to understand the will of God? Yeah, uh, Brother Edward is going to concentrate on one of the things, although there are three. If we can digest the first part today, it will be enough for us. It's in the first verse. Uh, next time when I'm preaching, I will do the second verse. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, 
to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Uh, when it says offer your bodies, means totally be committed to him. When it says bodies, it means your whole being. I think that your time, your abilities, your finances, your plans, your desires, your opportunities, their motivation. Aha, okay, motivations. Motivation, okay. yeah. Your feelings. Your plans, programs. Your past, your present and your future. Give it to him as a living sacrifice. I in the olden days, when they were giving animal sacrifices, they used to place the animal on the uh, altar, and from that moment on, that animal did not belong to them any longer. Uh, the only difference between the animal sacrifice and us is that we have to be living sacrifice. Here Apostle Paul is not forcing us, but he's urging us, encouraging us. And he's begging us to be fully committed to him and surrender to him. Uh, what is the difference? What is the meaning behind surrender and commitment? I think as for Another words, we're trying to say that I'm not living for my desires and for my plans. And I'm, and I'm declaring that I want to do the, your desires, your will, not what I want. Should it be anything against you? In the, exactly the same way as Jesus Christ said, not what I want, but your will, God. Uh, I have baptized many people up till now. I counted once and the number was around 2,000. Last month, uh, Brother Edward baptized 30 people. Brother Edward has the desires to maybe baptize over a million, particularly from Islamic backgrounds. I love it that I can submerge an Islamic background pers person in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Of course, I love to baptize Armenians as well. I love to baptize Armenians as well. 
Հայտարարություն <laughs> 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 Joking aside, I want to share with you the testimony of one of the people I baptized because I can never forget that. Um, a teenage girl. And uh, she said, please don't ask me to share my testimony because I'm not a person who can speak in front of a congregation. I will say what I want to say and you say them on my behalf. Brother Edward asked even one sentence, at least utter one sentence. But that one sentence was more precious and valuable than all the other testimonies I heard. She stood up there and said, Brothers and sisters, up till now I have lived for myself. From now on I want to live for him. Uh, we're used to saying that whatever happens uh, in heaven to happen on earth as well. We say that in our prayer. But before we are able to understand his will, we have to totally surrender ourselves to him. If God can see that we are not ready to fully carry out his will. He will not enforce his will on us. In John 7:17, the word of God says that the man who wants to understand the will of God will know what I'm saying. Whether it's my words or it's the word of God. If I ask my child for a glass of water and I know he's not going to give it to me, I will never bother asking him. Because I know in that situation I will feel belittled. I will feel embarrassed. And as a result, because of his disobedience, he will fall into sin. So often uh, the reason God does not reveal his will to us because he knows what we're like. Because he knows if he reveals his will to us, we will not carry that. If he knows that from the bottom of our heart we want to carry out his will, he will reveal his will to us. Many people pray for the will of God. They talk about the will of God. They have knowledge about the will of God. 
but don't surrender themselves to the will of God. They carry out their plans and desires. They carry out what they have decided to do. They write their letter and sign it. They write the final line of the letter. And then they give it to the Lord and say, now you endorse it, put your signature God. Is God our servant? In reality, in situation like that, they are leading God rather than seeking how He leads them. If you really want to know whether you're surrendering to the Lord, is to give Him the blank sheet of paper and ask him, you write what you want and I'm agreeable to sign it. And some people who don't want to surrender to the will of God, they bring conditions. For example, they say, I will go anywhere you send me except this one place. I will do anything you say except this one thing. I will work with anyone you like except this one person. I am prepared to bring any kind of service except not to clean the church. And so on and so forth. Other conditions. <laughs> Someone was praying to the Lord said, on one condition I will serve so long as Mariam becomes my wife. I will willingly do this one job as long as there's plenty of money in the These are contrary to the will of God. There is no sign of surrender in this. When you're surrendering, you don't bring conditions. Uh, when uh, Brother Edward was new in the world, uh, at Brother Seth's house, he was a teenager, and many things that were being said in his house uh, were above my comprehension. Uh, their spiritual understanding and level was very high. But the presence of God was there in such a powerful way that I accepted the things that I didn't even understand. At that time, two brothers, Haikaz and Hrand, uh, the preachers came from England. I'm not sure if I've shared this with you. Very committed brothers. They advised brother said that you should no longer hold meetings in your ha house, but they should go outside and elsewhere and you should expand them. They were very powerful preachers. 
they have they were anointed and they had a vision. Yevnanat karuzner indi shot zuratra. And their messages really built me up. Haykazi vra yestirar veleyim. In a way I had fallen in love with Haykaz. Shot zuravur karuzicher. It was a very powerful. Parskeren çkiter hayrener karuzun kamanglenen yeveto tartman vumer. Uh, he couldn't speak Farsi. He either spoke in Armenian or in English, and we had translation. Yes, yes. I loved him so much that I started praying that God don't allow me to worship this man. How did your salvation come about? You're such a holy person. I'm sure you never had a sin in your life before. He was a serious man, but he started laughing. <laughs> you don't know what kind of a wild person I was. <laughs> I was one of the notorious young men in England. Uh, when I was in the depth of sin, Billy Graham visited England. Um, and with my girlfriend, we decided to go to Billy Graham's meeting in, all, in order to take the mickey, to make fun. And we sat at the back of the building, and whatever he was saying, we were looking at each other and sniggering. And therefore, we were disturbing others as well. But I don't know what had been going on, how many people had been praying for us. The last 10 minutes, I suddenly became very serious. And I became so impressed by the uh, content of the message that I felt that I must surrender my sin and have salvation. <laughs> and when Billy Graham did an altar call, I stood up to go forward, but my girlfriend held my hand. Do you want to go and join the crowd of mad people? This is not our intention when we came Then shoot us the war. You've become so very Get up, let's get out of here. She went on and on and on until I sat down again. Billy Graham continued with her. With I felt as if he was talking to me directly out of the thousands that were there. And he said, young man, today is the day when you make a decision. Put your obstacles to one side and come forward. So at that time I thought, I'm not going to listen to my girlfriend. I'm going to go forward and confess my sin. When I, when I stood up the second time to go forward, 
my girlfriend looked at me very severely and said, if you get up and go forward, I will not be here and I will no longer be your girlfriend. So he sat down a second time. The situation was getting very bad. Because the situation was very serious because he had made his decision. And he had to choose. Very difficult decision. Until that day, he had never been able to say no to that. And now the preacher was saying, choose. And when the moment came that I had to pass my choice, I prayed, Lord, you help me. And I stood up, went forward, surrendered my life. A light came in my life and darkness disappeared. When the love of the Lord entered my being, the desire for the girl disappeared. Feeling very free and relieved and elated with the Bible in my hand, 20 minutes later he goes to the girlfriend that Thinking she will not be there. She's sitting there and she's looking very, very cross. Ready to claw his eyes out with her fingernails. She's looking very fierce and angry. And he was blaspheming. But he was very peaceful and happy. What did he tell her? So he told her, my dear, if you don't want to come to heaven with me, I certainly don't want to come to hell with you. Goodbye. This is what complete surrender means. This is what living sacrifice means. This is what Apostle Paul means by your whole being, commit yourselves to Some people commit themselves according to their likes and dislikes. I will do your will, Lord, if it, your will is pleasing. If what your will is, is compatible with my standards. I will do your will if I really desire If it is not against my uh, community and my understanding. You do realize that I have my certain levels and standards and mentality. And people like this often play, reveal your will to us, O Lord. Outwardly, they give lip service to the Lord and say, we want to carry out your will, but in reality, it is not so. Uh, please read Jeremiah 42-43. 
They came to Jeremiah and said that you are a prophet and can you prophesy for us whether we should remain here or go to Egypt. They thought that they were going to suffer at the hands of the king of Babylon and they had to return to Egypt. And they told Jeremiah that whatever you prophesy for us we will carry that. Be it good or be it difficult. So Jeremiah went and prayed and uh, the Lord gave a word of prophecy to Jeremiah that they should not go to Egypt. What happened? They became enemies of They gave him a good beating. <laughs> they put him in a deep well. And they said, you are a false prophet. They were saying that they wanted to carry out the will of God, but they were not sincere in what they were saying. There's another example which is very funny, it's Baal and the ass. He was another prophet. And the Balaam's enemies wanted Israel to be uh, blasphemed yep. and cursed. And the Lord showed him not to go with them. And Balaam came and said, the Lord has told me not to go with you. The king sent him even more silver and gold in order to persuade him to come to his Balaam became very greedy. He became silver and the gold. He said, let me ask the Lord one more time. What will he say now? The interesting thing is when Balaam asked the Lord the second time, this time the Lord said, go. Uh, the Lord was very unhappy so Balaam is going with on his donkey to curse the people of Israel. And on the way the donkey stops. Stops moving. Uh, Balaam tries to make the donkey move but he refuses. This is a reality, it's happened, it's in the Bible. With God anything can happen. And finally, when he gives the donkey, donkey a good beating, why don't you move? The donkey answers back, why do you beat me up? Have I been a bad donkey for you until now? Wherever you wanted me to go, I've gone. But now there's an obstacle, that's why I'm not going. And at that time his eyes, Balaam's eyes get open and he sees the angel of God standing in front of the donkey with his sword in her hand. 
and she is blocking the way. The interesting thing is that the donkey could see but Balaam couldn't. Someone who's bent on not carrying out the will of God will be worse than a donkey. And finally God gives the blessing to Balaam, not the curse. And Balaam had done that prophesying against his will. Brothers and sisters, don't make God to force his will on us to do it. Do it willingly. Do it with pleasure, with joy. Don't do it with grumbling. Surrender yourself to the will of God. He is the creator and we are the created. If we want God to reveal his will to us, but we want to pursue our own plans and desires, he will never reveal his will. Uh, in Proverbs, there is a verse that said that there is a passage that is pleasurable to man, but the end of it is not nice. And people who don't want to obey the will of God or surrender to the will of God because they are scared of the will of God. Because they feel that God's demands might be too much for them. They are scared, apprehensive, because they feel God may ask them to give something to him that they're not ready to give They are scared that God might remove from them things that are precious to them. And force them to do things that they're not desirous of doing. I want to ask you the question, do you think God wants to torment us? Does he take satisfaction in making us unhappy? When we surrender to his will, this is how he will deal with our desires. Either he will say, whatever is your desire, let it be. And we will acquire them. Just the same way as he returned Isaac to Abraham. Abraham surrendered his son Isaac to God, but God returned it to him. Either he will give our desires to back to us, or uh, or he might turn around and tell us that some of the desires that you have need purifying and clarification. He will remove the excesses. Or else, 
he will give us new desires. So why should we be scared of his will? Why should we not trust the will of God? Why should we not surrender ourselves totally to him? When you commit yourselves totally in his arms, you know what will happen? In the first place, your turmoil and anxiety will go away. You will have peace. Your fears will disappear. Because you have handed over all your anxieties to him. And truly and uh, in an active way you have surrendered. Not as lip service. Truly you have really surrendered to him. When you surrender, that is when you feel released. When you give to him, that is when you have healing. When you surrender, he starts taking action. When you surrender to him, he starts fighting on your behalf. He fights on your behalf and he defends When you don't surrender, God will not enter the sin. The way he operates is, is either my place or your place. If you want to do it your way, I will stand back. I said exactly the same thing to one of our members this morning. If I am your shepherd, but you are asking the advice of the other shepherd as well, I have no time for you. Don't take my time. Ask his advice. The Lord is clearly saying that uh, if you have doubts, if you are ambiguous about surrendering yourself to me, how can I enter the picture? This is how some people surrender to the Lord. Apparently they're giving it to him. Lord is pulling one way and God is pulling the other. It is in no one's hand. It's in the struggle, uh, middle struggle. We come to the Lord and say, Lord, this is my difficulty. Take it from me. When the prayer is finished, we open our shirt and we put the problem back in the center of our heart and we start worrying about what will happen after that what will happen the Lord is saying you really surrendered your worry to me didn't you what kind of surrender is that what kind of giving over is that brother Edward's mother-in-law when she visited yes Iran Makurtam he, he baptized her. And uh, she had a very strong relationship with her. This is what she told me. 
I'm not worried about my daughter who's away from me. Because I know to what kind of a husband I have committed. And my answer was, Mom, if you don't have worries because you have given her to me, how much less you should be worried when we're committed to the Lord. We have many fears, many anxieties, many despondencies because we have not committed them fully to the Lord. Until we commit them to him, he cannot do it for us. I want to give a testimony at the end of my message. We had a sister in our church. She was a lovely sister. Uh, very faithful uh, believer of long standing her difficulty was that she did not have joy she was often depressed I said once to this sister, by faith, totally surrender your difficulties to him and he will reveal his will. She took offense from Brother Edward. I've surrendered, then how else can I surrender, brother? But I've done it. Do you think I'm not a believer? My faith is stronger than all these other people here. What else should I do in order to show to you that For years I've been a believer. I give gifts to the church. I am faithful. I realize that she wants to enter arguments with me. I apologize to her. And I started praying for her. Please, Lord, reveal to this sister what surrendering to his face The Lord answered my prayer. She saw a dream. She saw this dream that she was climbing a very steep mountain. And in her dream she saw she was going up a couple of steps and coming back about 10 steps. And all her body was injured. And when she was looking at the top of the mountain, she was saying, when will I reach there? And she could see the ravine at the bottom, very dangerous. But she kept persevering to climb this mountain. The Lord showed to her, this is your difficulty. That you cannot overcome them by your own strength. The nightmare gets worse when she sees that she's putting her foot on a foothold on a rock and the rock gives away. And 
And she's holding like that. She's suspended, holding this bush. And after a few minutes, she feels that she's got no strength in her hand. She holds with the other hand. How long can she carry on like that? The nightmare gets worse because the branch is becoming loose. And at that point, she realizes that there is no hope. And started saying, Yeah, this is what she was uttering. Lord, I surrender to you. I surrender my life. My difficulty, I surrender. My turmoils, I surrender. Lord, I surrender. And at that point in her dream, she sees Jesus at the bottom of the ravine. If you have surrendered, let go that little bush. Let go of what you're holding. That is not your foundation, let it go. When she let go, she found her injured body, wounded body in the arms of Jesus. And then Jesus told her, I will show you how to climb this mountain. After this dream, the sister's life was transformed. Now was the time for her to come and apologize. She came to brother. Tearfully she said what her dream was. And she told brother, have you been The Lord replied, my Even today we have such believers among us who cannot surrender fully. And they get hurt when you ask them, you have not fully surrendered. <laughs> we can compare Today's believers to chocolate. If the sun shines on them, they melt away. They like everything soft and gentle. But my dear brothers and sisters, as Apostle Paul, I also urge you to surrender yourselves totally living sacrifices. Completely. Everything. From the bottom of your heart. With joy, and remind yourself that that particular issue has yes. been surrendered. And don't take it back from yes. me. Have you ever given a present to somebody that the next day you go back and say, would you mind giving it back Shekhali to me? You wouldn't do that. Let us give it as a present to 
And that particular issue that we have given to the Lord, if we are totally surrendered, God will reveal what His will is about. This was the first condition. There are two or three other conditions that I will share with you in the future. And let us sing this song of surrender. Unfortunately, we only have this song in English. Thank all to Jesus, I surrender all to Him, I freely give. I will ever love and trust Him in His precious daily I surrender all. I surrender all. Feel 
Navirekinan, Ինչերեն որ ձեր վրացանդրություն է Իշեք դրանց Մի քանի փոքրը վարկաններում հիշեք Եվ ետո Talisam Kuchhnorkit <laughs> Ամենից լավը եւ ամենից ճիշտը կանես Իմ փափակը սա է որ քո կամ կտկատարվի տրամասին Եվ Jesus Christus, Jan Lov. 
Amen.